<laughs> Welcome to the first Let's Do Video podcast. Uh, my name is David Maldo from Let's Do Video, and I'm here with Corey Moss, a popular AV blogger. Um, uh, and Corey's been has a very popular series recently uh, on rave uh, pubs about disruption in the industry. I wanted to kind of get into that a little bit. Um, in particular, um, I think disruption itself has been changing over the last years. Has, has I think disruption has been disrupted. Um, what do you think it takes to be disruptive today as opposed to uh, a few years ago? So we're talking about disruptive disruption. I mean, uh, you know, and I'll tell you what, that kind of takes us into this disruptive stratosphere. Uh, by the way, patent that or copyright that phrase. Um, you know, it's interesting, David, because I had gotten out of the industry. I got out of the integration space uh, a couple of years ago. And... I guess maybe things started to go that way, but I really wasn't recognizing it. But when I got back in, I started to see it. And it progressed even further, you know, with the video conferencing companies that were coming to the table with uh, cloud and virtualization. And I really watched it very closely as to how it was progressing over the last, let's say, year and a half. And it really appealed to me to the point that I wanted to get closer to it. But I was also getting closer to cloud technologies and virtualization, and even as far as uh, mobility, bring your own device, and even into security as far as cybersecurity. And I started paying focus to everything uh, in all the same measures. So at that point, it all really just it clicked in my head. Um, to where, yeah, we're in a state of, not flux, but we're in a state of disruption, um, where these technologies make a lot of sense, but they're really game changers. And in that, and I, everybody talks about game changing and game changers and all that. Well, these, these are real game changers in the industry. Um, exactly. That, that's, that's, that's exactly what I was trying to try to get into is... Uh, we talk about game changers, but now we're having some real game changers. You five, ten years ago, a game changer would be that um, uh, a, a, a video conferencing MCU has a higher capacity or could handle calls uh, uh, at 768 speed the same way as it handle calls at two megs and put them in the same meeting. Oh, my goodness. Right. Big, big deal, right? <laughs> it didn't change the way we, we did our meetings. Right. It didn't change the way we we um, uh, we collaborated together. It didn't change the productivity of our teams. It, it made it a little bit more convenient for our T guys to, to set up the meetings. But now when we talk about game changers, now we talk about companies completely changing, not just giving you the the last year's model with more pixels this year, but going in completely different directions. I know you're a big fan of what Smart's been doing. And some people would say, oh, Smart's taking a, a step back. They're coming out with a simpler, less expensive solution for, for more common uses. And uh, I think you and I agree that, no, they're, they're, they're starting fresh out of the box uh, to be a game changer. Uh, what are your thoughts on Smart? Well, let me tell you something. Um, now, if anybody read my blog, uh, Interview with Neil Gaiden, the uh, CEO of Smart Technology, and I've got to tell you, just a very, very impressive gentleman who really took a company that was stuck in a, you know, stuck in a, well, let's say stuck in a rut, 
okay, um, trying to figure out which way it was going, historically education-based, and, you know, in 15 years, uh, my 15 years in the integration space were spent with smart technologies, and that was the basis of my business. Now, I would say well, it was probably 70-30 education to corporate, uh, but honestly, toward the end of my integration days, I really didn't see much left to it. Smart boards were commoditized, and people will still agree. Actually, people will say interactive whiteboards on the whole are commoditized now. There's not as much money in it anymore, and even the schools at this point, K-12s, are going in different directions. So it's, you know, smart at that point had to come up with a new purpose. They had actually, what I'll say is they had to repurpose the company. Um, and, you know, I started seeing some good things happening, but I think they started, you're right. And Neil Gaiden says something interesting, you know, about um, startups in that it doesn't necessarily have to be a new company to the uh, environment. It could be a company that's almost recreating itself at that point. And I believe, if I remember correctly, that's what he was saying. So there are a lot of companies out there that are recreating themselves now. Another great example of a company uh, recreating itself and, and a company that has been known as a disruptor and now it's disrupting itself is, is video, V-I-D-Y-O. Um, they've always been the disruptive force to meeting room video conferencing because they had a great way to do video conferencing over the public internet. And video conferencing was the meeting room. There is no other video conferencing. So, so that's where they were competing. And they were competing against Polycom and Cisco and right. fighting a valiant uh, a fight against them. And the battlefield totally changed. And they find themselves banging on, on Polycom. And they look over their shoulders and they, and they say, wait a minute. Um, it's not about meeting room anymore. And guess what? Our technology, uh, we can fight this new fight which is the commoditization uh, that, that you were talking about. Use it for call centers, use it for drones, use it for, for, uh, for, for, you know, um, for anything. Use it for Hangouts. Mm -hmm. Use it in, in video games as part of the Wii U. Um, mm -hmm. All of these new partnerships that video is doing and just their whole new mindset of, um, they, they, one of their um, um, uh, you know, thought leaders was telling me, we, we want to be the intel inside of video. You know, it's not about competing with, with meeting rooms anymore. So, um, yeah, we're seeing it from, from all over the industry, the, 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 the disruption of disruption. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll get back to smart soon, but now we're talking about video. Um, what's interesting, I'll tell you something very funny, because I was in the integration space when video came to market. But I don't think they had the, the high visibility. Of course, they didn't have the high visibility they had now. They were, you know, kind of the kid that comes into the yard and needles the big guys, okay? At least that's my perspective. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, and the story on them is fantastic. And again, from the Disruptive Forces series, the one on video was really, and I kept them till the end for a reason, because that's the company that started, they, they created the pathway for everybody else. If not for video, Nobody else may exist the way they do. So uh, it's almost like everybody's got to give kudos to, uh, to video for, you know, creating the path. But what's interesting is I didn't know about video at the time. All I knew was Tanberg, Polycom, 
Hamburg becomes Cisco, uh, you know, that whole thing. And it's not even disruption. It's just a company, you know, Tanberg being, you know, <laughs> acquired by Cisco, and everybody's going, oh, wow, Cisco, okay. Um, but the story behind video is terrific, and I'd encourage anybody to read my Disruptive Forces blog on video uh, because um, Ofer Shapiro, the CEO, who I think is a tremendous individual, um, really just took a whole new path and I think they all probably got together and you know, they took a while before they came out to the environment and they said, listen, let's shake this thing up already. And, you know, it started, you know, and they came out with the hardware, by the way, um, for a purpose, I would guess, because there was already hardware in the environment, but then they started to the cloud and VM and time progressed. But I'll tell you what, coming to the present at Infocom, now, I, uh, I had my tour given by Mark Noble, um, who's very well known uh, as a VP of Marketing, I believe, Mark, I think that's your title. And, um, and he gave me the tour of the booth, and it's just a wow factor walking around there, just to see all, the, you know, all of their solutions and how dynamic they are. And again, I think you were talking before about, you know, what purposes or what you can do with these solutions, and it's almost endless at this point. Yeah, and, and I think that's their key is, is as they're, they had to keep reminding me as, as I went on that same booth tour, oh, wow, you have a contact center solution. No, we don't. We have the technology to power a contact center solution. They don't want to be uh, locked into, I guess because they were locked into the meeting room for so long. Uh, now they're not locked into anything. They just have the technology to, to support it. Um, you know, another, another disruptive force, um, it made me think of the way you were talking about how video kind of came along and everyone had to do things different. Uh, the next kind of player in, in, in the story of disruption would have to be blue jeans. Um, uh, when they first came in, oh, we don't want to call into a room from a meeting room. That makes no sense. No one understood it. That's not the way we do interop. We set up uh, gateways. Um, uh, Skype. Why wouldn't we want to have Skype in a room or anything like that? And and what's with the funny name? Um, and now they are in in at least terms of uh, you know it's hard to get all the numbers. Uh, who who get, who has the most minutes? Who has the most dollars? Uh, but they're obviously growing very very quickly. And in terms of mindshare, they're out there. You, you talk to people, and even even competitors who feel they have an edge still have to put themselves on terms of it's it's a blue jeans like solution. It's a cloud interop room. Right. Um, even the old disruptors have their uh, solutions along those lines. So um, uh, while the arguments still rage over whether or not they're doing it right, um, uh, that's another uh, kind of kind of big. You were using the term game changer before. So, what are your thoughts on that? And you know what's funny is you talk about blue jeans, and I'll talk about disruptive forces. You kind of brought a whole pulp fiction angle to the whole thing. Because it ended with video, it started with blue jeans, and then everything comes in between. But the funny thing is, is that disruptive forces may not happen without one individual. And I pointed her out in my blog about all the interviews that I've done, and that's Virgin Ocasio. And what I picked up on, and I'll tell you the truth, disruptive and disruptive forces came from this. Now, all of my rave blogs, I 
they're all my topics. You know, I create the I created disruptive forces, and it happened to be, believe it or not, a LinkedIn dis group discussion which Virginette was a part of, and she made some comments, and I'm sitting there going, "This is a social media person who is so savvy to all of this with the equipment, with you know, with the cloud and all." And, and that's where my new recognition of marketing and social media has come from. Uh, and I got to tell I can't thank, I've, I've thanked Virginette a whole, a whole bunch of times. If you read the blog, I thank Virginette again. Now, Virginette's, you know, she's doing her own thing now. Um, but that raises a really good point, and, and, and not to, to, uh, to, to self-promote just a little bit here, something that, that I know you've been doing and that I'm trying to do at, at Let's Do Video which I think is sort of a disruptive force in the, in the coverage of our industry, is recognizing the talent of people like that in our industry. We talk to them all day, and we get their briefings, and, and we use their, their materials and, 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 and their knowledge and their help to create our coverage and create our articles, um, and we leave it at that. And, and some of them have their internal blogs on their websites, and they really can write, and the media has been afraid to to leverage them for the fear that they're going to sell their own solutions. Right. I feel that we recognize that um, uh, that everyone you know understands that if you that there's a time to sell your solution and there's a time to promote video as a whole because this industry has always needed it. We need to promote video as a whole, and these people understand it. And uh, I think that's why you and I have discussed having some of these people from from right. these companies that we cover. Uh, covering um, show up uh, in hopefully some future uh, audio podcasts like this one uh, as guests and, and oh, let's bring them in, David. Let's yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be Yep. And and I've been having some contribute on Let's Do Video and, and looking forward to more of that as well. And I think that's um, you know, it, it. I think it'll make things a little more fun, and I think it'll change the game a little bit. Let's change it from the inside. Oh yeah, no, I got to tell you, and it's. The whole disruptive forces thing, and it's kind of you know it's kind of interesting. And the whole again, you know, starting with Sharps AV, and I'm I'm mentioning a lot of names and everything, but starting with Sharps AV in Canada, and that was actually my second interview blog, but I was kind of spurred on to do that one, and then the next gentleman from India, um, uh, Yashavan, who was a ama an amazing individual in himself. Uh, Again, a LinkedIn group talking offline, and I said, "Hey, how about an interview?" Um, and his stuff, honestly, the Apple angle and everything else is amazing. Um, but getting back to you know the disruptive and all of that, so Virginet and then Anders Lok at TechSip, again, you know, chance meeting and all of that. Um, but here's another marketing person, okay? Another one. But, you know, he's out of the market. He knows the technology. He's mm -hmm. talking the technology. And my, I'm, my impressive meter is just hitting the roof. Uh, you know, and then comes Zoom and Nick Chong. And Nick does a lot of great stuff. In fact, they do a lot of great stuff. Oh, yeah. A quick uh, shout-out to, to Nick, to Zoom. We, uh, Corey and I, we, I have a lot of solutions that I rotate. So, so it's, it's, I, I don't endorse any one solution. Um, but for the purpose of this podcast, we are using um, Zoom to 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 communicate with each other and and, and to record the audio. So, uh, yeah. quick uh, quick shout out to, to, to Zoom. Thanks. Yeah. 
And good job on 3.0, by the way, too. Uh, real good stuff going on there. Uh, oh, and, and we'll shout out to everybody else when we can, I guess. This was just a single shout out. Um, but, uh, you know, so then Zoom. And next was Econo. And I've got to tell you, that was interesting because my reach out was to Mark Blake, CTO. And I had done a couple of reach outs and no reply. And I'm like, I can't do this series without them. You know, it's, it's like they're in line with the whole thing. And Mark, I'll tell you, Mark Blake got back to me within two hours and said, we'd love to do it. And then he gets Gene Rosauer on with me, who's their CMO. And, and all of a sudden, that all starts to click. And then Larry Satterfield is my guest. And I got to tell you, Larry is just, yeah, he knows anything, everything. We had some great, great conversation. And yeah, I got to say, I, I just interviewed Larry for um, a piece that I, I have yet to write, but it's coming out soon. I've been pumping it out quick. Um, and talking to Larry, you can't help but take advantage and talk about things that have nothing to do with the article. <laughs> but I just, when am I going to get a chance to find out this information? Because he does know. It's, it's just, he's one of those people that it's like, thank you for your time. And I'm, I'm you know, thank you for indulging me and going above and beyond because I just had to ask. Um, by yeah. the way, by the way, I'm actually, I think I'm going to see Larry on Thursday when I go into New York City. So I think we've already planned that. Uh, that's going to be a nice, uh, nice meeting. I like getting together with Larry. But again, uh, what Econo's doing, and you know, if you want to give a shout out to what's going on on Econo, um, you know, some real nice wins for them lately. So, um, but anyway, that grows the whole disruptive. Uh, th that's where the disruptive grows, David, because of all the innovative things and the partnerships, Tata, all. I mean, it's just. It's growing by leaps and bounds. And, and the fact or that all, all of these new companies, it, it used to be that when there was a new company in the field, it was a better version of what was already out there. Like we, we'd have a Coda company, and then we have a Coda company that can, um, you know, do, do well at low bandwidth or do higher resolution or something else. And now we have new, all these new entries in the field that are not direct competitors or, or, or tangential competitors. Um, AVISPL is is partnering with Pexip and Decano, and, right. and and I'll explain it when I get to, to writing this article. But it makes sense for them to do that. It's it's not a it's not a you know are we selling Coke or Pepsi? These are completely different products. Um, uh, Blue Jeans, Acano, uh, uh, Videxio. Um, everyone's doing different things out there, and there's new companies to support them. I just wrote an article, which I really enjoyed. If you haven't checked it out, please do so. It's, it's on um, uh, Synergy Sky, which is a company that partners with all of these other companies um, to do some kind of management in the background. It's, it's too much to get into here, but it's, it's, all, in the, it's all in the article. Yeah, well, um, save it for the next podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's interesting. You, I'm glad you mentioned Videxio because they didn't make it into disruptive forces for one reason or another. But I know the guys there very, very well. In fact, I met Tom Eric at, uh, at Infocom and a terrific gentleman. Um, but what they're doing now and their strategy, again, everybody not only with the technology but their strategies as well. Um, and that's, that's also the most impressive thing because not only are they developing the technology, but, you know, they're taking it one step further to, get, again, compete. You know, even competing with their – I got to tell you, the greatest thing I saw at Infocom, all of them are in each other's boots. 
And yeah. some of them go back, obviously, to Tanberg Cisco days and all of that. But think about it. It's, it's an environment of collaboration at this point in the disruptive space. And it's like all everybody's invited. But, well, except for a certain few, obviously. But <laughs> we may go. But, but everybody's invited. Come on into the booth. Let's talk. Let's reminisce. Let's talk about the technologies and all of that. And that's the greatest thing about the disruptive environment now. I really think so. Yeah, it's, it's funny, actually. It's, it's, there are even the companies that go the hardest at it in the blogs. And they get a little rough sometimes on, online. Um, you see them at the events, and not only are they speaking at the panel, they're, they're laughing and chatting and having drinks after the panel. You yeah. Know what I mean, it, it really is. It really is. We, we, uh, you know, and I don't want to kumbaya too much here. Um, but, but the fact is, there is a very, very small percent of people out there who are using uh, video conferencing and video collaboration technologies as effectively and, and as much as they, as they should or could be. It, it, the potential for growth is amazing. And when, it's, when, when the pie can be that made that much bigger, to argue over who's going to get what slice of the pie doesn't make sense. It really is about um, making it work and getting that massive, massive growth that we've been fighting for for, for 50 yeah. years now. Yeah. Hey, you know what else I'd like to talk about? And let's save this for another discussion. And I may be even bringing the guests in, but the net neutrality panel. And my friend Josh Rago uh, basically brought it to Infocom, a gigantic topic, okay, and he, and of course, Simon and... I was going to say, we've got to bring Simon in. Yeah, well, yeah, well we got to give Rob. props to Simon, of course. And who was the other gentleman from Avaya? I don't remember his name. I'm sorry, uh, on the panel. Uh, I think it was a gentleman from Avaya, but I know Rob Woods was there from Blue Jeans. I'll tell you what, that would be a heck of a podcast to put together with the four of them or the four, three of them and discuss everything that went on at Infocom, you know, what's happened, uh, the decisions for net neutrality going forward. I think, you know, you talk about disruption, I think that's a whole other subject. All right, well, uh, Simon, Rob, and who else were we? Uh, uh, Josh. Josh. Uh, Josh, if, you, if you're listening. Don't worry, I'll you. reach out to Josh on that. Reach, out to, reach out to Corey and me. We'll see if we can set this up. I want to do a bunch of these. This is a... Uh, you know, let's, uh, I haven't been tracking the time, but I wanted to keep the first one short. This is just a pilot. We're testing it out. Um, if the audio quality isn't what it should be, uh, let us know on, on Twitter or, or, or in the comments on the blog or somewhere. Uh, we'll try to get this. Uh, we'll, we'll keep improving it as we go. Well, let us know if it's good, too, by the way. You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> give us high, high signs and... Uh, you know, and suggestions if you want. <laughs> Don't hold back. All right, thanks for thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, Corey, for uh, for this chat. This was really fun. I'm looking forward to doing these with you. Yeah, no, I had a I had a blast with it. Let's keep going. This is great.